Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another self-evident podcast with your boys. You got Massey, you got Mike, yo, and you got another boy, Easy E. We got Ice T. We are here to rock your world. You guys know you're we're the voice of choice for you. All po- all things politics and Bible. We are here to do that because, guys, guess what? It's easy to be deceived out there in a world of deceit. Stick to the word. Stick to what you've been taught. Stick to what you know and honor the law. Honor God, and that's where we're at here. So. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Go ahead and start sharing this video because there's a lot that we're going to be talking about today. I'm really excited about our guest. I, I got to know this young man, and we're not going to get into it. Yes, yeah, it's a teaser. <laughs> I haven't done my face yet. It's like 10 seconds of silence. I know, it's like silence. People. Yeah. <clears throat> they're not even catching honorary. it. They're not even catching it. They're not even like on the ball here. So anyways, guys, go ahead and be sure to tune in. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, to share the video. Go to theselfevidenttruth.com. Guys, sign up for our newsletter. We got a new one uh, coming out this week. We also have a new blog that just came out uh, that's really, really cool. Again, this content is for you to go use and go defeat the enemy in every area where you're at, in your cities, in your towns, your communities, your region. And that's why we're doing it. Also, guys, go ahead and uh, subscribe on places like Rumble and BitChute, all that stuff. We're on there, YouTube. Hey, look at that. We got people. We got folks. They're on. It's great. Thank you for tuning in. You guys rock. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know, we had Braden's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful matriarch. She was on Sam. It was about what seven, eight months ago, maybe. It was she, last she, summer. I want to say she yeah. graced us with the presence, and mm-hmm. uh, it was awesome. I mean, uh, the, the initiative that she's doing with the whole underground education, and all those things, and 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 since then, it's just been a really cool uh, friendship. And and with Braden. Um, he's actually him and Lily Kate are the ones that help us do a lot of our social media and all that stuff. But Braden's just the man. He's just a young boy. Uh, and, and, uh, I, I mean, boy, respectfully, Braden, not, not, not boys. <laughs> he's going to come after right, you now. He's going to be like, dude, come what the heck, heavy. bro? Right? I'm trying to go on dates. Man. I come here to do your show and you call Bruh, me boy. Just call him I'm boy. Out. He's laughing right now in the green room. <laughs> <clears throat> so guys, he was born in Henderson, Nevada. He was raised in California. Obviously, if you guys don't know his parents, uh, like his dad was Hercules back in the 90s, which is really cool. Uh, Minnesota native, (laughs) near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Because, you know, up in the north, we do a lot of things different there. (laughs) So we love having him, though, because what they just came out with is a brand new movie called Left Behind. uh, And it's about uh, this. This movie is going to be really cool. It's called Left Behind, the Rise of the Antichrist. And guys, especially if you're listening locally here uh, near the. Mm-hmm. The, the St. Lucie County area, there's several theaters that it's going to open up on January 26th uh, through the 29th for sure. We don't know if those extended dates, but we'll get you all that information. Guys, Braden Sorbo is a young Christian man who knows what he believes in. He's sticking to his guns. And I'm not saying it's a rarity today because I'm seeing more and more kids do it. But he's one of those kids that you can see as a young man. He has influence. When I heard him speak uh, at an event that I did with him, you could see the, 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 the power in his words. You could see the anointing. You can see what he walks in. Dude, he's just a genuine dude. Uh, what I love about him is just hanging around with him, the, the little bit that we did and, and texting back and forth. He really sticks to his guns. He also authored a book uh, just recently here. And, and just he's he's at his age accomplishing what he's accomplishing. It should just be, a, hopefully for us, something our kids can aspire to. You know, And I pray that his witness, his life, his light, and I'm not saying he's perfect. What I'm saying is he's walking in the things that he knows and he's got good parents, solid parents with a solid foundation. Uh, I know his brother and sister barely, but like they're just good people. And we lo- we just said, hey, we'd love to talk to you about your, your movie. And he said, man, let's do it. So, 
Guys, everyone around the world, welcome the wonderful, the awesome, the man who is transcending Hollywood into the Jesus movement, the young man who's going to take the next steps of Hollywood and destroy the darkness around him, the young man who is on a journey to rectify the souls of men. Everybody give it up for Braden Sorbo. Woo! Woo! Where are you, bud? Where's your audio? Come on now. I'm right here. There it is. I was going to say, I see my bar. It was, it was, it was there, buddy. So it the was kid there, is man. back. Or the boy, as you said. So, <laughs> you're not a boy, man. It's just easy for me to say kid and son and boy. I don't know. You said I'm boy. Getting old. I'm getting old, man. You, you said boy, bro. Everyone younger than me is like, boy. what up, kid? <laughs> you know that. I do it all the time. What up, kid? I just talked I to a person who was 36. I said, what's up, kiddo? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I call I people. It's okay. I get it. No, nah, man. Dude, what's <laughs> up, man? It's good to have you, bro. Hey, dude. Thanks for having me. It's nice. I feel appreciated. You do. There you we should. go. We appreciate, like, we don't just bring people on to bring people on. You know, like, we, we want to have it with substance. And, buddy, I'm telling you that just the, the, the year that I've known you, um, it's really an inspiration for my sons that it's like, look at this young man who can do what right. he does at this level. And keep a good head about it. And like I said, I know you're not perfect. We all make mistakes. I mean, you're pretty darn near perfect. <laughs> but, you know, it's that hairline. That's like it. That that right there, baby. You know? And then it stops right after that. <laughs> that's downhill from there. Yeah, no. Buddy, I'm, I, I was going through a lot of the uh, a lot of like the trailer and, and kind of reading about the movie and stuff like that. And there's a lot of biblical truth from the Left Behind series, of course. But this one actually has a different twist, man. And I kind of want you to talk about like what this movie really encompasses, what it's about, and like you know what what was your role to play in it, and and how that all came to be. Yeah. So, I mean, as as a lot of people know, the Left Behind series is essentially about the rapture. You know, what happens after the rapture to the people who are left behind? How do they go on living life? It's essentially God did His own Thanos snap. You know. Yeah. Uh, and so, so Good. the book. Series right? reference by the right? way. Great reference. That's smooth. I like that. Uh, so the series was authored by Jerry Jenkins, if I'm not mistaken. You know, 80 million copies. They made a whole. They did a mini series for a while with Kirk Cameron. They did a couple movies. Uh, Nicholas Cage was in it, and the first one with Nicholas Cage came out roughly around the same time that God's Not Dead did. And so a lot of people wrote to the author of the movie, like the writer of the movie and Jerry Jenkins, the book series author, I said, Nicholas Cage isn't a Christian actor. What are you guys doing? Get a Christian actor like Kevin Sorbo because God's Not Dead was just, it exploded. It went worldwide. Right, you know? yeah, right. And so people were going, get someone who is actually a Christian to play in your Christian franchise. And so it's been in the works for, gosh, I want to say eight years, you know, just, just wow. writing, getting funding, getting location, getting every single thing pieced and put together. And we finally filmed in November of 2021. And that was in Calgary, Alberta. It was, it was cold. You know, it was, pretty, it was pretty cold, but we had been blessed with perfect weather throughout the entirety of filming. Awesome. It wasn't until the very, very last day when we got a little bit of snow, but it somehow, for whatever reason, cleared up right when we were outside filming on the last shot. And so, we, I mean, we were just blessed with, with a perfect shoot, you know, and... It was, I don't know, it's, it's different from all of the other kind of installations in the series in the sense that you have people who truly believe what they're writing, you know, on the screen acting it out. And you have people 
people writing the script who are taking aspects of real life and what's happening today and incorporating it in a brilliant way. I mean, our writer, Paul, he was, he's incredibly talented, you know? And so this movie really stands out because it, it takes place six months after the rapture has happened, after kind of what they call the great disappearing. And so all of these people have just been taken from earth. No one knows what happened to them. They just vanished into thin air. And so six months have passed and you're, you kind of start with Global World News, GWN, where Buck Williams, the head reporter, is just your classic all-American guy, kind of giving a rundown of the daily news. And I'm introduced shortly after I play Connor Smith, who is the head kind of technician, camera nerd guy for Buck himself. And so we have a nice little exchange. And as the story progresses, you know, you're seeing all these things such as uh, a one world government or one world currency trying to be instituted and you're kind of going, you're watching the movie on, you know, this is a little bit weird. It relates a lot to what's happening right now with what people are talking about at the World Economic Forum and, and with, you know, one world government, one world currency. And so without spoiling anything in the story, my yeah, character- Don't do that. Don't no, do that. No spoils. No spoiling. Um, my character, Connor, has a revelation essentially around the same time that Buck does. And working together, I am able to kind of complete some really cool things that help him essentially bring the story to its closure for the, for the first movie. Now, when this movie comes out January 26th, like you said, it's a Fathom event. So it's only going to be for the four days. Now, we already have a great deal with, uh, I believe, Walmart just offered to buy a ton of DVDs, which is amazing. Awesome. Like We're so grateful for that. But if we want this movie to come back in theaters another week we need it to do well this weekend, you know? And so we need people word of mouth. I mean, I'm getting together a big group of people. I'm calling it the don't get left behind party. And so trying to just, just fill the theater with friends, family, church members, even people that I don't like, you know, because it's, it's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love about your enemies. Yeah. Bring them to a movie. It says, love your enemies. It didn't exactly. Say like them. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, just trying to fill the theaters with people bringing together this good message because great idea. we don't have enough of it right now in the culture. I mean, you can go on any streaming service and the top 10 on their streaming, you can probably pick out three immediately just from the cover alone that you can go, this has a bad moral message. This is not going to be something right. I want. I mean, they have so many dating reality shows where it's all about sex and hooking up and you get that within the first 10 minutes of watching it. And we don't have enough movies like this. And so that's why we're trying to make more, but we can't do it without help. So, yeah, I just shared actually the link right now for my personal page. But guys, listen, I want to do the same thing here. Let's get a group of people and let's pack these theaters out right now. Uh, it's at fathomevents.com. And I think that that uh, we just ordered our tickets. Can you show that, please? Just because I'm not a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. right? that, that's not the, that's not the thing. Where's the receipt, man? Where's the receipt? There you go. There so, you go. We ordered our tickets. Me and Mikey are going, but we're calling on everybody that's watching right now to go with us to these theaters. Now, you can go back to the 26th. I, I just sent a picture of the 26th. That's the 28th, I think it is. Where's that one with the 26th? There you go. If yep. you're local here, there's three theaters it's playing in, AMC uh, in St. Lucie. We also have Regal, which is Jensen Beach, and Regency in Stewart. That's just locally. On the 28th, I think they move. They opened one up in West Royal, Royal Palm Beach, I think it is. Uh, mm -hmm. which, which is a theater. And those are at, what, three? Are those still 7 o'clock or 3 o'clock? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. And then also the, the same thing on the 27th, I believe, and the 28th. So, what? I, I'm sorry, the 29th. 
guys, you want to get out there and support the movie. And here's why. Because Hollywood is already evangelizing. They already are evangelizing. They're good at it. They know what they're doing. They know how to appeal to people. And what better way to bring friends to a movie and say, man, let's go do a movie night that we don't even know, right? We don't understand. Uh, we don't know what God wants to do with these people. But listen, one movie, one scene, one little word can change their lives. And that's what this is about. It's the Gospels. And so we're really excited for you, man. I'm really happy uh, that you got your you, – you had a nice uh, uh, a ponytail too, bro. You had some nice long look. <laughs> I did. I was – you were pulling oh. Kevin Sorbo on that one. You know, you had the ponytail thing. <laughs> oh, man, I was, Hercules I was 240 pounds, powerlifting. <laughs> I was massive, and I cut. I, I'm down to 200 and 205 right now. I was going to say. I was talking to the, to the head of marketing, just setting up other interviews and stuff like that, and she goes, hey, by the way, because we're if, – if this movie we pray is successful, we're gearing up to film the next one this October, and I have an even bigger role in that. And she goes, don't worry about gaining your weight or your hair or anything. That's not a problem. And I said, oh, thank God, because I really couldn't do that again. <laughs> Dude, like, look, I'm really happy, man. I'm excited. But there's also something I want to talk about with you, bro, because like this movie is and you've been in several others, right? We, we've mm -hmm. watched a few. Um, I, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, you did. My wife went through a cancer uh, issue last year. She had stage three colon cancer. Yeah. And I watched that movie. Um, was it was it Let There Be Light? Was that Let the There Be Light? Part? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Your mom played that cancer uh, victim, and uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I shed a few tears on that one, boy, because it's mm -hmm. like we were right in the middle of her treatments and you know her diagnosis. And yeah. dude, that that movie, you you just kind of shine like a little star. It actually gave my oldest son like, man, he goes, I know that I, I've seen that guy, and it's like, yeah, he's the guy that was at that event, dude. What what really? I, it's easy for me to say your parents got you into the industry, and everybody thinks that they don't think you work hard enough to get into the industry yourself. I'm sure, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there are things. But what wanted you to drive yourself into this industry that is, let's just be honest here, like many institutions now corrupted. You know, the NBA is oh, yeah. corrupted, NFL is mm -hmm. corrupted, but Hollywood, bro, you're like in the belly of the beast. And I'm not saying you're in Hollywood. I'm saying that's a corrupt that industry. whole industry. Right. Is what 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 was your thought process in saying man i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna step out in faith i'm gonna walk into this industry and be a christian you know so i'll be i'll be honest it was purely selfish reasons it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like oh i'm gonna go you know i want to be famous i want to be famous and i want to make money to support my family it was not when i first started now granted i was 13 so at 13 years old i had finally convinced i mean at 11 I told my parents I wanted to be an actor. And my dad said, no, you don't. Because he, <laughs> he knew it was terrible. You know, he was, he'd been living in it. And so it took two years of convincing before I finally got signed up for acting classes. And about two years after that was when Left the, uh, Let There Be Light was shot. And I remember my parents came to me and they said, look, this script is great. Obviously, it was great. My mom wrote it. <laughs> but they go, look, <laughs> the script is great. Sean Hannity's funding it. It's not our money. So we want you to audition because there are two boy roles in this that would fit you perfectly. But it's not our money and we're not going to give it to you unless you earn it. And so they worked with my brother and, and myself for, I want to say, a month and a half to two months. Just working and working to becoming better actors, learning how scenes work, learning how to play the camera, learning how you know to bring up emotion. And so after two months of working, we auditioned and we got the role. You know, and so I've always been one to 
do not want to necessarily ride on the coattails of my parents. I mean, when I started my TikTok, which is now at 2 million followers, it was just Braden S. I didn't even put my last name in. It wasn't until I hit about 500,000 followers when I realized, oh, shoot, this can actually be, you know, a, a way to grow my brand. And that's when I right. put in my full name, you know. And so I always, I, I don't make it, you know, about, oh, well, you know, I did it by myself and I did this. Like, sure, I've had help. I've had, you know, not only the help of the experience of my parents learning from them, but the experience of all of the people that they know, just getting out there and asking questions and, and learning as much as I can. But it is something that I am proud to say that I have uh, achieved, you know, and it's something that I'm not ashamed to to be with. But going back to, you know, starting it for, <laughs> for purely selfish reasons, at about 15 or 16, I thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, I can kind of hide my faith and then get into Hollywood and then start preaching like how Chris Pratt did sort of, you know, where now he's, people know he's a Christian and all this stuff. And that was a great idea. But the more, the more I've learned, the less ignorant I've become, which kind of sucks because ignorance is bliss. You know, I was, I was so happy two, three years ago or uh, three, four years ago now. And I started getting more involved and learning more and, and realizing just how evil and how, how dangerous it is, not only for you mentally, but for you spiritually, you know? And, and so right. I learned that I can't, that if I go back, because I used to make compromises, oh, you know, it's okay because I'll do this instead. Like I'll, I could do this. And then if I do this, I'll make up for it. You know, I, I've realized that it's, it doesn't work like that. You know, it's not right. something you can kind of justify for your own selfish needs. And so my goal now is to find a wife and start a family and then support them however I can. Because if you'd asked me two years ago, it would have been, you know, famous actor. I'm living life. I'm traveling, all this stuff. Now, I like, I care about it. I want to be an actor, but it's not my top priority. I love that, dude. Well, go ahead. I, I want to read a comment, and then I've got, got a question that I want to ask you about all of that. Mm -hmm. um, the comment was uh, from Mike. I just like to thank Christian actors for being bold enough to step out there and let God's word be known. And over the past years, it's absolutely wonderful and amazing blessing to see the growth of the Christian movie industry. And so that is directly to you, to your parents, to your ilk, your peers. Um, and my question for you is what kind of advice, especially because your dad navigated that whole industry for so long. Mm -hmm. And when you told them, I want to get into this, they're like, eh, no, you don't. But as you worked forward, like what kind of advice did they give you of, okay, here's how you're going to navigate this industry that just is not happy about Christians or Christianity? So that's hard because when it boils down to what really matters, there is no navigation in that industry simply because I mean, I can go on, on a website, Actors Access, which does auditions nationwide. And I can go look what's casting in Florida. And I did last week, you know. And there was a casting for, oh, they're doing a live action remake of this old Disney movie, whatever. Uh, and they were casting all true to character because no white people were in that movie to begin with. And so they can cast it all true to character. And then I go and I see a remake of an old cartoon and they're casting half of the characters as uh, gay or off race of what the book had it written. And so in terms of navigation, it's, it's incredibly difficult because there is no more freedom for uh, religion. It is you must submit to what they want and that's it. 
There is no more negotiation, no more anything. I, Chris Pratt is pretty much the only exception I can think of just because he's already got the name out there and nobody can yeah. stop what he's doing. And even he doesn't go out and evangelize as um, as a hardcore, you know, doing this. He'll, he'll talk about God at his acceptance speeches and he'll have a tweet every now and again. But it's not like that is his entire personality. He, that just kind of came with him and Hollywood has to accept right. it now. But he is a very rare exception to the rule and you never use the exception of the rule as justification. Right. So did, did your parents kind of tell you, look, this isn't going to be easy if you're, if you're not going to compromise your morals. Like you were, we're going to have to basically do this on our own. We're going to have to go this route. Um, I, I'm just curious, like, because they were there, they saw it, they did it. And now it, me as a parent, um, I've got young kids watching them grow up. My mindset is, okay, how do I train them for what they want to do and go forward? Um, so were there some pieces of advice, some wisdom that really stuck in your head that has really kind of carried you through your career so far? Yeah, well, hopefully you're homeschooling. Um, Absolutely. The first thing I'm thinking. I really like public schools, Brayden. I think they're turning for the good, you know? Yeah, no, you're totally right. For sure. We should go read the books that they have for children. Yeah, I'm actually taking them to the library next week. (laughs) There you go. Nice family outing. Um, Man, pieces of advice that I've, I've received, I've gotten, I've been blessed, you know, in terms of meeting amazing people and really getting to pick their brains. But the best piece of advice that my parents gave me, which is something I never see people do with their kids. It's, I, it's shocking to me because you think about, oh, you know, a kid becomes a teenager and they're going to rebel. That, that isn't normal. Kids never used to rebel against their parents. But the problem is when you have such easy access to the internet, which used to be the wild, wild west, you know, people say, oh, the internet's the wild, wild west now that you can find anything on it. It's not anymore because at some point or another, it had to be kind of colonized and expanded. And so it's no longer the wild west where anything can happen. It's anything can happen at a faster rate because it's an industrial revolution now. And so you have so many kids rebelling against their parents because their parents say, oh, you know, you're you're supposed to be Christian. Don't drink. Don't have sex. Don't do this. Don't smoke all this stuff. And the kids go, well, screw you, mom and dad. I'm going to drink and smoke all I want. My parents used to tell me, and they, they still do, but growing up, they used to say, you're too smart to do any of this. And I never see that with other kids. I never wow. see parents. It, it's not, you know, don't do this because it's you're too smart to do this. Right. And I've, I, I'm, I was blessed because I have a massive ego. And so it really fueled me. <laughs> it really made me go, wait, maybe I am better than everyone else if I don't do this. And I didn't, you know, and so I got really lucky. But the best piece of advice that I got was you're too smart to be like other people. I love that. Um, one of our producers, Ice-T, you had something? Yeah, go ahead. Um. Um, I just think it's cool that I didn't, they didn't explain any of this to me that you were coming on the show. At There's all. a reason, girl. We just got at thrown all. under the bus. Literally at all. And then you're like, oh yeah, he did a movie. And I watched a trailer and they didn't explain to me that someone who was going on. So I watched a trailer. I'm like, oh, that's a cool movie. And then you're here and I'm like, wait, he was in that movie. And I was like, what? Why didn't you guys explain this to me? There's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> and I was just like. 
Are you fangirling right now? No, stop. <laughs> this is why you didn't flip the camera to the producer's booth? No. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's one of no. those. Oh, okay. she's you, going. You she's got going. something? No, I thought he was changing the camera to me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so, as this comes out, what what is something that you want everybody to come away with? Um, I think anybody who gets into a creative project, yeah, they they want somebody to take something away from it, whether they admit it or not, right? So yeah. you as an actor. Your, your heart and passion are in this project. It has such a beautiful um, goal behind it. What's something you want people to take away after they watch it? That you can make movies that have a good message, but still, but still look like movies. You know, I mean, it's hard to compete with Hollywood, especially when you have a one to $5 million range. When, when Hollywood has 300 million for Thor, Love and Thunder. It's incredibly hard to compete with movies like that. And so the best takeaway that I could hope for is that someone watches that movie and goes, that was a really good movie. And that they're genuinely kind of surprised at how, how inexpensive it was compared to the typical Hollywood movie and they want to support it more. Essentially yeah. supporting a local or small business. So the best takeaway right. is you know, that you want to support more. I, and, and to your point, I think Christian independent films have come a long Bro, way from in the 10 past years 10 to ago. 15 years. Yeah. yeah. From, from like, 10 years ago, even. It just looks so much better. Yeah. The graphics well are written. better. Well written. Yeah. yeah. They're not cheesy lines like, but the Lord's going to take care of that, brother. You know what I mean? Like, God loves. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to diss, right? But it was right. like almost unrealistic responses. Whereas yeah. when I was watching the trip, dude, first off, Neil, you, you had Neil McDonald. He's one of my... He, he is one of my favorite actors. And yeah. I first watched him on Band of Brothers. Yep. That was oh, 2000. Okay, yeah. Dude, that guy is like one of the best actors I've ever seen. And, and awesome. I, when I saw him in the trail, I'm like, what? Like, you got him? Right. And uh, you're, of, of course, your family too. I'm not, I'm not, he, I'm not fangirling <laughs> here, right? I don't know. Kinda, but I also, dude, if kinda. you guys, if you guys do another movie <laughs> and you guys can get uh, 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 Paul Diamati, then I'm like, I'm going to fangirl. That, right. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, that's about I'll, I'll pass on the message. Right. That was actually, <laughs> no, Neil McDonough was that was really cool to work with him. I mean, the first day I showed up on set, they'd already been filming for two weeks, and I was right at the peak of my powerlifting. And so I'd sent my dad a video of me doing a uh, a 455 deadlift deadlift for pause reps. There we and go, bro. So I pulled it up. I pause halfway. I look at the camera. I finish it out. I love, like it was a great video. And I remember <laughs> sending it to him while he was on set. And he goes, "Very cool." I show up to set the next week, and I meet Neil, and I shake his hand. I was like, "Hey, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir." And he goes, "Oh, I already know. Your dad showed me your video. You're strong." And I was like, <laughs> "What? Thanks, this is the coolest thing." But he came out like really big against. I don't want to kiss anyone else except my wife on movies. He has yeah. like, these standards that yeah. are really awesome, and yet. He was blackballed for that. He he. They really tried to sabotage his career, and it's like, dude, I love seeing you guys got powerful people in these. I'm saying as actors, like yeah. they're not just they're not just people who are in there. It's real emotion. It's raw. They believe it, like you said. This guy is obviously convicted by the Lord uh, to 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 walk a Christian walk. And so when I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, there's no cheesy anime like animation. It's all real. And what what was unique about your trailer? I, I want to comment on this. 
it wasn't like fake. You understand what I'm saying? Like it was like real deal people going through real deal things. Right. It wasn't yeah. fluffed up. It wasn't like cheesy stuff. It was holy smokes. You know what? What would happen if I was left behind? And it was raw emotion. It was like, dang, what would happen if I was that pastor that said I asked to be left behind? You know, like all that stuff. And and, and you start to think, man, we've come a long way. And I'm saying as Christians. If we're the ones given the gift, why did don't let Satan steal it? Y'all have it within right. you. Now let's push that thing forward. So I'm I'm commending, I'm commending uh, that whole cast. And uh, you know, yeah. from from me, if it means anything, round of applause. Yeah, yeah that, that absolutely. Just, like I'm excited to see it, uh, January 2026 for sure. We'll probably we're gonna get our own team. We want to go. We're, we're gonna invite our church and to go see it, and not just our church, guys. Listen, this is for the lost too. That's the whole point. Where what's the point of evangelizing in your church? Like we got to get our friends who aren't Christians. Hey, let's go watch a movie, man. Let's go see this thing, right? And the cool thing is, you don't have to worry about it being cheesy. You could go there and say, right, it's a, it's a quality movie, man. And that's that's something that I think is so important. Is I, I've made this point before, um, and I I want you to jump off and and head into it, but. Christians used to be the masters of the arts, right? Whether it was music, whether it was painting, all of that. And somewhere along the road, Christians gave it all up. Like, oh, well, we need to just copy what the rest of the world is doing and, and yeah. we'll play from behind. And what I love is, especially in film, Christians are standing up and saying, no, let's make good, solid content, raw, real emotions, real stuff going on, real problems. Let's not hide ourselves from the truth. And we'll produce something as good or better than what they're doing with a fraction of the budget. Right. Because yeah. we've got the inspiring heart of God behind it, creation, right? Um, and so what I, how I want you to jump off of that is let's explore a little bit. Do you have any other ideas of things that you think would be cool to explore as a Christian, whether in film, whether somewhere else, like – what, what's your passion of moving forward and doing art as a Christian? And I know that's kind of a hard on the spot question, so you can pass if you want to, but I think it'd be interesting for people to get in your head a little bit and, oh, I see where his head's at, where he wants to go. Yeah, I mean, so Christians sort of, get, like you said, they gave it up. They gave up the power of cre creativity right around I'm going to say it happened before, but the real turning point was the Industrial Revolution in the 17 and 1800s. That was when modernization started to come around and minimalism. And so you started just an abstract art. And the problem was Christians tried to copy that as opposed to doing what they were doing, but better, you know? And so, gosh, that is a hard question. I'm not going to pass. So I like It's a good question. It is, it is difficult to take back but honestly 2023 has to be a turning point because i don't know how much farther we can go downhill before before something real bad happens you know right yeah and it only takes one step bro i think that's the the thing if it, the, the fact that it's impossible proves it's god's will like like that's yeah. where i've preached this for years the, the fact that it seems impossible and uphill that's exactly where god wants us because it's i i need to depend on him for the impossible mm -hmm. and so going after this industry, right, that has been so entrenched. But back in the 40s, it was not like that. You know, they, it was, they used to have actual standards, right? Christian yeah, yeah. people screening videos and, uh, you know, all that other stuff. And now, like, what is it, 70 years later, where, where we're at now, in 70 years, right, how far it's it's come down, down swing. But you're also seeing faith-filled films 
Wow, I said that right without stumbling. Faith filled films. Great. Nice. You're seeing a surge where people want to see this stuff, the pure stuff, right? Uh, it's a reason that R-rated movies that are that are scary don't do so well in the box offices. But you know, you have these good, wholesome content movies like Passion of the Christ when it first came out, just slam the box office, blasted. right? Or Maverick slams the box office, right? Because it's like I think people are looking for that kind of content, that real, uh, real true to self standard of of movie. I'm not saying Maverick was a moral movie. I'm saying, but it, it had integrity. It had integrity. To it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Stay true to true to character and, and true to the film, and it didn't have to introduce stupid left wing identity politics yeah I, I, yeah, and, yeah it yeah. wasn't anything about that and and so i think too we you do have an uphill battle in this industry but i just see where it's like dude if if these young bucks right over here are doing this then the lord's going to show up because right. they're actually doing something that may seem impossible to the world but he said be of good cheer i've overcome the world so it's like let's let's go after it. what do we got to lose right now's the time you know what i mean yeah uh, without a doubt. I mean, people have made Hollywood their own gods, essentially. Like, they, they're doing movies as as if the characters in the movies are something to idolize. And when Christians started to get into filmmaking, they didn't understand how, and so they just sort of copied that model of Hollywood, and that's why you have, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago, those really terrible Christian movies where the writing is bad, you know, everything is just kind of bland and weird because they didn't know how to do it. And now you have people who know how to write an effective story that pulls at the heartstrings or that, that has a good moral message while still being entertaining, you know, because that is, that is the point. It's entertainment for a reason. And for, for how many centuries people created art because they wanted to convey entertainment, they wanted to convey message, they wanted to convey what was on their heart. And I, I love that you guys are, are really taking that you're you're moving forward with it. And we've we've had connections with other really young creatives. And I love that you guys are inspiring them of like, you can do this and you can do it on a fraction of the budget and you can do it without the the green light by the big, massive yeah, Hollywood without compromising industry. the integrity and, and quality of a good movie. Right. So, guys, again, fathomevents.com, fathomevents.com. It's actually posted right now. Go out and get your tickets, guys. Let's get a group together. Let's go support this film. Uh, it's out, like he said, released for four days. Braden, I'm, 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 I'm stoked. We, we got our tickets. I'm not bragging, but I'm better than you. So but we we're going to be there. Tickets. Yeah. We, we yeah. have our tickets. I'm, I'm posting. I'm like, you know, it's right here. We're guys. putting up the receipts, we're, are we're, you? We're, yeah, we're, we're here. Like, we're, we're all about supporting. But what, one, of the, one of the cool things is, man, your, your family has done so much in the way of the kingdom for the arts and entertainment and uh you know we want to commend you and, and your parents and uh your whole family just just for being dedicated to this specific sphere and i know dude you're young you're, you're still young but like there's so much in front of you that you can conquer bro and i think mm. getting thrown into the fire that that young only hardened him and hardened you to do what you're doing right now to go after it right and uh so i just i want to say thank you bro i think uh i'm i'm, I'm so proud of you uh for doing what you're doing if that means anything i just know i pray for you I think about you as far as like, you know, where's he going? What's he doing, Lord? What do you want me to say to him? Encourage him and all that stuff. And buddy, I'm, I'm so excited for you, man. I'm, I'm excited for this movie. I'm excited for, for what you're doing, man. And, and keep kicking butt, bro, because we need people like you. And it's not all on you. It's, it's the Lord in you, right? But like, I love that I can say, look, kids, he was 15 once too. Right. And this is what he, he sought after, 13 years old. And look what he's doing now. And, and the Lord opened the door for him. 
it's just one of those cool stories we could say, man, I know that kid, you know? Yep. And uh, so he's, uh, you're, you're an amazing dude, man. And, and thank you for, for taking the time to be with us today, man. Absolutely. I do have one last question. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your big three total right now then? Big three. Oh, powerlifting. PD. Oh man. I, I haven't powerlifted in a, in a year. I've just been bodybuilding, but my, my maxes were 525 dead, 425 squat, 315 bench. Good for you, man. Thank Pass you. Thousand club. Heck light, yeah. Light yeah. Oh yeah. I did that a little while. That was fun. <laughs> oh, Mikey over here was a, was a power lifter uh, for years. Yeah. When you said it, I perked up brother. So more power to you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It was fun, but I'm too tall to do it without a bad back. Oh, those are excuses. <laughs> I am it was an excuse, and I still lifted through it. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. You but, power through. Yeah, man. When I first met him last year, I was like, dang, this kid's built. He's bulking. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's getting up there. Good for you, man. I, I love like, it. I was yeah. like, excuse me, Rolly Poly coming through. And he's like over here, like <laughs> tall oak, freaking Arnold over here. Yeah, he's got his parents' genetics. I'm right, jealous, right, right, by right, the way. Right, 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 yeah. right. No, man, again, proud of you, bro. Um, come back and see us again, man. I'm excited for you. Uh, again, guys, go out and support at fathomevents.com. Go now, fathomevents.com. Mm-hmm. Go see if it's in your area and go support this film. This Absolutely. is what we need to do uh, to band together and stop this Hollywood bullcrap because it's going after our kids. They, they don't care about you. You're old enough now. You're making decisions. Yeah. You're compromised. They're going after your children. Yeah. So now's the time to really start shoring it up for our children, right? Our kids. This is what it's about. We're, we're old now. It's not about us. It's about them and that future generation. Yeah. So now's the time to go. FathomEvents.com. Braden, thank you again, homeboy. I, I'm, I'm going to stay in touch with you as best I can. And um, God bless you, bro. We're praying for you. Thanks, man. Come on down. I'll make some steaks. Word? There we go. <laughs> hear, I perked up about that. Yeah. There you go. There. Wait, <laughs> that one was ooh, hark. Hark. Hark the herald angels yeah, sing. Like, hey. Uh, on my plate today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my friend, toast to you, toast to you and, and, and Miss Sam, and 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 Kevin and the fam. God bless you, brother. Thank you. God bless you. All right, take care, brother. So, guys, listen again. I'm gonna say it again. Go to fathomevents.com. Fathomevents.com. Let's go get some tickets. Let's go out and show support. Uh, like I said, can you post where it's gonna be the 26th through the 20 29th? Show the screen show, again. Show, yeah, there you go. So that's the 28th, I think, right there. That's down in Royal Palm Beach, uh, in Jensen Beach, and St. Lucie County. Um, you also, and this is local, guys, if it's local. So right there, the 26th, you're in Jensen Beach, Stewart, and St. Lucie County, and beyond. So it's going just from here, too. So make sure you get your tickets. Get on there. Uh, St. Lucie West, yes. Uh, that's at the AMC Theater, I believe. Is that right? So it's at the AMC Theater in St. Lucie. It's off of, uh, um, what's it called? It. Come on, man. No, Saint I'm Lucy. trying to picture it. Saint I don't Lucy, know. St. Lucie West. I don't know. St. Lucie West Boulevard, man. Big theater. <laughs> get yourself some popcorn. Get yourself some tickets, guys. And let's go support this thing. God bless right. you guys. We love being with you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Go ahead and share the video because the more we share, the more we can change things. So God bless you. We love get you. Get the news out there. Yeah, man. Like, listen, how many times do you get, what is it, 20? A young buck like that who's standing for God and we get to support that. How right. often, right? right? That's like they're, we're, we're taking this thing on there. They're taking the Goliath and, and this, you know, uh, and, and going after his head. I mean, that's what we're doing here. So, guys, again, we love you. God bless you. Thank you so much uh, for, for, for tuning in today. Go ahead and share the video. Go ahead and subscribe to us in our newsletter. Uh, you're seeing some new blogs out there. You're also seeing our YouTube channels increasing. We're getting a lot more backlash 
uh, but sure. we love it. We, we are getting some fun <laughs> comments, guys. And you know what? That goes part for the course. We're not, we're not bothered by it, but it's growing the channel. So God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. We love you. All that. All right. Love you guys. See you later. <coughs>